Friends, let us pray. Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So I know a few of you know this isn't my second time uh, imposing ashes, which is always this like, go up to somebody and say, can I impose some ashes on you? Is it an imposition? But I impose on Bayless Park for the second time in the last couple years. A friend of mine, Daniel Locke, who's the pastor over at St. Mark's, we go over and we have people that are in the community. Maybe they can't make a service today, but they come and they receive their ashes. And it was fascinating to me today to see the range of folks that come and receive. There were people that are working from home, and this was a time between meetings, and so they took their dog out for a walk. And they asked if they could have their ashes imposed. Interestingly enough, that person also asked if I would impose ashes on their dog. And after some theological reflection, recognizing that the curse befalls us all, I thought, well, that dog will also return to the dust. And so I imposed ashes on the dog as well. It's amazing the type of deep theological reflection you've got to do in the park. There was also a family that came to visit me, and uh, they couldn't make it this evening because they had a young child, and I got to impose ashes on a child for their very first time. Now, that's a difficult juxtaposition, no matter which side you're on. If you're a parent watching these ashes be imposed on your child and hearing, remember that you are dust, and to dust you will return. Starting my fifth decade, I realized that that time in which I will return to dust is slightly nearer than what it was when I was my child's age or when I began imposing ashes five years ago. And it's hard on this day in part to have to face not even our mortality, but just our finitude. The fact that this moment will not last. Much as we set our roots, we continue to go on time's journey. We are dust, and to dust we shall return. An inevitability that thus far has not been overcome. And so it's easy to not want to come today, not have to reflect on this, but here's what I think these texts remind us of. That in that finitude, I think we have a choice. You know, anytime you've ever talked to someone who might be facing their mortality for the first time. A friend who uh, has a spouse who recently um, contracted cancer. And he said to me, you know, what's so interesting is suddenly now I'm not mad at traffic anymore. Suddenly now I'm not concerned about who cuts me off. All of the things that would have bothered this family before now suddenly go away. And focusing on what really matters is time with family and moving forward through the journey. Jesus invites us today to instead focus on the outward, what looks good, to focus on what truly matters, the relationship 
between the individual and God. Don't feel the need to go tell everybody what you're doing. Come be near me. Our Old Testament passage reminds us that time is moving, time is fleeting, and so today matters. Our moment now matters. Because the truth is, whether we like it or not, life will continue to be complicated for us. Life will continue to throw us things. But perhaps in this time, this invitation to Lent, this beginning when we recognize our finitude, that we will not last here, that we will return to the dust. Before it becomes existential, we offer ourselves this exercise to remind ourselves again what truly matters. What we give up begins to unclutter our hearts. What we let go of begins to clear the stream of living water. This is a time, dear friends, to recognize though we are not at crisis in our finitude, we can practice the things that help us see what truly matters. And so I invite you, as you receive the ashes in short time, and as you take the bread and the cup and we gather together, I ask you not to focus so much on the direness and the sadness. When you hear you are dust, and to dust you will return. Look at it as an invitation to focus and to clear the stream. As we go through this Lenten season, we'll continue to focus on that together as a community. I invite you to mark this moment to say, if there was one thing you could let go of, one thing, maybe it is getting mad at people, (laughs) traffic stops, maybe it's who knows what. Make it your intention today to work through these next 40 days to let that thing go. Because there in the quiet, in the emptiness on the other side, in the wilderness, there's where Jesus will meet us along in this journey, will be beside us. And we will follow him through to the resurrection. But today, let us set our hearts to clearing the stream. Thanks be to God.